Welcome to the Saucy Stack Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle, along with my co-host, Brandon. And today marks the completion of week 16 of a college basketball season. You know what that means? It's champ week. So, Brandon, dive into what we uh, missed last week. Get us caught up. So, we're going to change it up a little on you. There really wasn't much going on for conferences because conference tournaments has started. So, the uh, power conferences kind of... Had a couple here and there, but nothing really major happened. Um, but some of the conference tournaments are done. Um, most notably, Missouri Valley. Uh, Bradley faced Drake in the championship game, and it was all-out chaos, except no chaos whatsoever. Drake just took care of business. Uh, Bradley yeah. really didn't stand the chance. And, yeah. So Drake got automatic qualifier bid. They are one of what six teams right now with an automatic uh, qualifier bid. There are seven right now. One, yep. Two, seven AQs have been handed out already. Uh, Drake is one of them. They clobbered Bradley. Um, elsewhere, uh, beyond the Missouri Valley, another significant um, conference is the A Sun. Um, I know Liberty has been a frequent flyer to the tournament. Uh, they will be not going to be going back this year, even though I picked them to get back this year. Uh, Kennesaw State took them down uh, yesterday, getting the Kennesaw State Owls' first auto bid to the NCAA tournament ever, um, and their first NCAA tournament ever um, as a D1 program. And just a couple of years after they went, uh, I think, 1-29, in I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Really a great success story for that program, I've got to say. Yeah, the uh, one part about the ASUN that I did not like is it's the games happen at their home courts. So you get a huge home court advantage from being the best team in the conference. So it was at Kennesaw State, and Liberty took them down to the wire, but that home court advantage was overpowering for Liberty. So Kennesaw State definitely got it done mm-hmm. when it mattered. Um, the Another decent for worth uh, bid that's taken place is UNC Asheville. UNC Asheville won the Big South. Uh, they kind of just took care of business. Not of the norm, just got it done, so... That's off to them. Yep. UNC Asheville. They should be a good 15 seed, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, currently in my formula, they are sitting 45, which is higher than, much higher than Marquette. That could be a 15 2 seed that we see. And, you know, I would be choosing, yeah, UNC Asheville every time. Um, I wouldn't feel good about it, but. (laughs) <laughs> Statistically, Marquette is not there. <laughs> and they very easily could be a two seed, where UNC Asheville is going to be a 15 seed more likely than not. Uh, I don't see them moving up to a 14 seed. Yep. Not enough of these good teams are going to lose. Um, granted, speaking of teams losing, Hofstra just lost. Yeah. Not too long ago. They are a 14 seed, so. Yep. Just a few minutes ago on Monday night here, Hulf sort of lost in overtime to UNC Wilmington. So the Colonials got a fair amount of uh, recognizable teams, uh, Hulf sort of being one of them, UNC Wilmington. Um, Towson's been to the tournament a couple times. Um, and then Charleston, obviously, this year, three losses, uh, a lot of wins, I think 29 now. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, you aren't going to see much drop-off, so that seed is going to stay in their possession. So, I mean, yep. Drake's going to be a 12 seed, give or take. Kennesaw State is going to be about a 14 seed, give or take. And Hofstra, uh, not Hofstra, UNC Asheville is going to be about a 15 seed, give yep. or take. Yep. Um, some of the <laughs> not-so-great conferences include Ohio Valley, which was a yeah. complete disaster, and the Northeast <laughs> Conference, which yeah. is – Going to be terrible no matter what because that is not a strong conference. It's uh, the for, weakest conference in the nation, Northeast Conferences. Yep. 
them right along with the SWAC, the Southland, like yeah, they're all just kind of going to get that those first four matchups always <laughs> every time. Always. So um, um, yeah, so out of the Missouri or no, the Ohio Valley, um, Southeast Missouri State was the team that clinched the auto bid there. And then you mentioned it uh, already, Northeast Conference. Um, so Merrimack is the one seed in the Northeast Conference, uh, and Merrimack's facing off against the second seed, Fairleigh Dickinson, um, coming up here. But the two seed is already advanced to the tournament. Um, Merrimack is in their transition program, or yeah, transition program to D1, um, so they're not eligible. So therefore, uh, it's Merrimack that's going to get the auto bid. Or not Merrimack, Fairleigh Dickinson. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Southeast Missouri State was chaos. Yeah. Uh, Fairleigh Dickinson is very mellow, but also like kind of chaotic since it still hasn't happened yet. Uh, yeah, right. They are playing that game, right? They're just oh, yeah. In a couple days. Um, well, they're, they're still playing for the conference title. Uh, so they have bragging rights on the line still. I mean, not very much because it's like, yeah, we won. What did you win? A trip back home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a cool trophy, I'm sure, and a banner. Well, a trophy is probably not very expensive because it's the Northeast Conference, but I mean, you'll have good memories. Yeah. Ish. Also, sour memories of, oh, yeah, we won a trip back home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Southeast Missouri State won their way in as the yes, sixth best did. team from Ohio Valley. Uh, <laughs> like I dude, said. Dude, what do you think about the Ohio Valley bracket? The I, format? I can't stand it. But also, like, I understand the reasoning behind it. It's the same as the West Coast Conference for those of you I listening. I hate that format. I, it's like the one and two seed only has to get two wins to make it to the tournament where – the uh, five, six, seven, eight, which Southeast Missouri State was a six, has to get four wins. So they still pulled it off, proving to be the best team. But I mean, if Moorhead State won, it would have been like, congrats, you could beat two teams out of your what, 12 team conference? No, eight team conference. I think it's Nine, a 10, 10 team. 10, 10, 10 something. But still, I mean, when it's a bracket, you're like, you beat a team who beat a good team. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you beat a team that was exhausted, and that's it. And then you faced off against a decent team, and you were a little bit better than that team. And that's about it. So, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it, but... I see its value. Its value resides in winning your regular season, mm -hmm. which, yeah, I feel like there's better ways to reward those winners, which one way that's being talked about is expanding the bracket, giving the season winners a bid and giving the AMAC qualifiers a bid and a buy. So that way – those was at 32 conferences have yep. the first round by, and then 64 other teams face off all the season winners. And then the at large bids like they normally have that gives value to regular season and still value to tournaments. So that would change the landscape of March madness as we know it. That's all. Yeah. But I mean, we're getting more and more teams to D one. We're getting more and more depth to D one. Like, these mid-majors are not that bad. I mean, we're yep. seeing 15 and 16 seeds winning. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, is is Hartford transitioning out of D1? Do you know? Yes. There's, a, <laughs> there's one team transitioning out, and I do believe it's Hartford and their coach quit one day before the season started as a – uh, F you to the school for transitioning out of D1. Yep. <laughs> Which I found as hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Me as well. That's that's funny. They're also really terrible. They're actually transitioning their way to D3. They aren't even going to D2. They're going all the way to D3. 
that's that's terrible. I don't think we're having any newcomers next season, though. I think it's all teams entering the Big 12, teams entering American to replace the teams entering the Big 12, yep. teams entering Conference USA to replace the teams going to American. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, realignment happening next year for sure. Uh, not as much as this year, but still major implications. For yep. one, Houston is going D to uh, – Big 12, yep. which I don't know if you saw the conversation of where would Houston end up with this year's I did. Big 12? Where do you think? That's a, that's a good question, man. Um, they're good. They're really good. Um, I don't think they would have gotten a one seed in the March Madness. I think Houston uh, in the Big 12, I would wedge them at number three. I think I think that they would be up there for sure. Um, but look at the Big 12 standings. They're not going to be better than Kansas. No way. Um, I think that they will just fall short of Texas. I think they would be 11-7 and seven, um, like Kansas State and Baylor in that group. Yeah, I would agree with what would you, you pick? on that one. Same? Okay. Yeah. yeah, three seed or third best team in the Big 12. Um, yeah. But they aren't the only team going to the Big 12. No. We have Cincinnati, BYU, and UCF all going to the Big 12. So it's going to be chaotic in the Big 12 next year. Unfortunately for those three, they're going to be bottom feeders next year in the Big 12. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they're going to get a lot more recruits trying to play the greatest conference in college basketball. Yes, that is very true, but it's going to be growing pains uh, for those three programs in the next couple of years here. Houston's ready to go, um, but not everyone has a elite program, elite coach who can deliver March wins. Yes, sir. Uh, so, speaking yeah. of power conferences, I don't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? I mean, I was going to say that we're kind of stalling because the last two that are supposed to be clinched brackets are about to clinch within the next five minutes. Oh, yep. (laughs) Yep. But, yeah. So, speaking of power conferences, you were saying. Yeah. I was going to say, which power conference tournament are you most excited to watch this upcoming week? (laughs) Um. I've been texting you this one all day. I'm excited about the Big Ten. <laughs> but it's not because the quality of play is going to be the highest. Oh, my it's God. It's because I Stop think it's it. going to be the most chaotic. <laughs> yes, that's true. Which you started me on this with our bracketology. I did. I thought you were crazy. But then it's like. I'm not crazy. He's really not. Nebraska is who we're talking about. If you haven't watched our bracketology, I'm excited to watch Nebraska in the Big Ten. Yep. Why? Because they have a first game. They didn't get a bye. They didn't get two byes. So they are the 11th seed in the Big Ten. They face off against Minnesota to start, which I'm sorry to say it. That's a fairly easy win for them. Uh, Good momentum going into Maryland. And they'll face off against Maryland, which Maryland doesn't have all that much value, but they've no, secured Maryland a spot has no in value. the tournament. Um, they'll be a six seed that loses first round. Just like the Big Ten tournament where they're a six seed losing first round. Uh, my prediction. Uh, then Nebraska with this momentum Faces Indiana, who has just been sitting around doing nothing for their, was that, quarterfinal game? Yep. Easy win. Easy win. Momentum will carry them. Which then, they'll face off against either Northwestern, uh, uh, Illinois, or Penn State. Which, based on how things are going, no matter who that team is, they'll choke it away because... Those teams do not have the ability to win back-to-back days. And for Illinois and Penn State, it would be three days in a row. Where Nebraska has that ability, in my opinion. 
So that puts them in the champ game, <laughs> <laughs> which would be absolutely insane. And everybody would be like, ah, well, the selection show is going to be delayed a little bit because this is chaos if they win, which I think there's a good chance because most likely they'll face off against Purdue, Michigan State, or Iowa, in my opinion. All three of those teams are locked in. You're playing on Selection Sunday. You are just making it through without injuries. Your seeds are not going to change. Those three are very much set in zone. Ask Tennessee last year how much they changed. It's not going to happen. So they're going to take it easy, and Nebraska is going to be fighting for a chance to punch their ticket to dance. So yes. I really think Nebraska has a chance as the 11th yeah. seed in the Big Ten. Yep. I looked at our uh, list of our conference champions today, and I was like, wow, you effing picked Nebraska to go all the way in the Big Ten, didn't you? After I put it in my record you last week. So you're welcome for that one. But you didn't even pick Nebraska. No, I don't truly believe that. I just thought it would be funny to put him in there and piss you off. It really kind of backfired on you because now I'm talking Nebraska to the big dance. I thought you hated him too, so I thought it would be funny. I, I do. I, I'm not a big fan of Nebraska because – so many reasons, including last year, if you don't recall, <laughs> Johnny Davis kind of got straight at straight up tackled and injured <laughs> as the last game of the regular season. So not big fan of Nebraska, but they have what it takes. They do. They do. And the Big Ten is that chaotic where it could happen this year. <laughs> Yeah, it's been so level this year um, overall. So it'll be plenty of chaos in that tournament. Um, I hope that the Big Ten gives us some really good basketball this week um, and a little bit of a teaser for March Madness next week. Yes, sir. How about you? Which uh, power conference are you looking forward to most? Why don't you take a guess? I'm curious. Well, I know it's definitely not the Big East. Because that bracket is very lopsided. It would be if it was leveled out and a dogfight. So I think it's going to be the ACC because Pac-12 doesn't have all that much. The SEC could be the case, but also it doesn't carry that much excitement with Tennessee being injured mm -hmm. and then yep. Alabama just kind of has their one seed locked up. So are they really going to try... So it's going to be, is it A&M? Is it Missouri? Who's going to get that one? So it's going to be a questionable like bid, but I think the ACC yeah. has a lot of value. So I think you're going to choose ACC. You know, surprisingly enough to you, uh, the Big East is the one I'm most interested in watching. Uh, you just said it's a very, very lopsided tournament. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, but because of the lopsidedness, I'm really curious to see how the strong side plays out. So, okay. to walk you guys through it, uh, Marquette is the one seed in the Big East, uh, and the teams on their side of the bracket, UConn versus Providence uh, and St. John's versus Butler, none of those teams have a whole lot of March value. Um, I believe UConn is the highest outside of Marquette, and they're not even – they're – borderline sweet 16 if they were to get very very lucky with their with their path so it's looking like a marquette shoe into the final at this point the other side of the big east bracket xavier creighton villanova are all on that side so is seton hall um if you remember Shaheen Holloway from last year with St. Peter's, um, the first 15 seed to make the Elite Eight. He's at Seton Hall now, for those of you who don't know that. So Seton Hall is the B team you want to watch um, this week. But then it's just looking at these other teams. So you have Xavier, you have Creighton, uh, both of which have been really, really solid uh, in Big East play. Um, Xavier just lost Zach Fremantle for the rest of the year, too. I don't know if you caught that. Mm -hmm. Um that's going to weaken them significantly, but it opens the door for a team like Seton Hall to make a surprise victory. Uh, and then you have Villanova. 
Villanova is the most interesting team in the Big East right now. Um, barely above 500 overall, but they had a really bad start to the year um, under a new coach, um, you know, new style of play. But they've really leveled out. They've won six of seven, I think, coming into the Big East tournament. Um, and they've really been looking good um, with Justin Moore coming back. I want to see between Creighton and Villanova and Seton Hall, um, which of those three goes the farthest? That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, that makes the most sense. But also, if Villanova or Seton Hall get, makes it to the champ game, are they going to have anything left in the tank? Marquette is cakewalk to the champ game. Yeah, how much do you think that Marquette cares about the tournament versus a team like Villanova or a team like Seton Hall where they're playing for their lives? Like you just said with Nebraska, playing for their lives to make March. Marquette is going to be whatever they're going to be. They're probably going to be a two seed. If they win their first two games in the Big East tournament, they're for sure going to be a two seed. But here's the thing. Nebraska has a cakewalk to the champ game, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be fighting, but they are going to be so fatigued that it doesn't matter how hard they fight. Where these teams are going to have to absolutely fight their butts off. I don't know how... Isn't there something to say about getting warmed up and ready to go versus just kind of sitting there idle? Um, and that's why the double buy is so dangerous in conference tournaments, too. If you're not challenged, you kind of forget how to play. Yeah, just ask Morehead State. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't think a- Marquette will get challenged at all. Mm-hmm. Right. That's my only thing about it. It's a double-edged sword. I can see yeah. reasons to to go for and against Marquette in that situation. Uh, but I do think that you're right. We'll see Marquette in the championship game um, without a doubt. So which is your least favorite of the six that, to watch or that you're looking forward to? Least favorite? Probably the Pac-12, honestly. Uh, it's the worst power conference Uh there's two teams that should be in the tournament, and I don't want a third one winning a stupid AQ. Um, it should only be UCLA and only and Arizona. Those two are the only two that are, in my mind, uh, tournament teams. I don't need any of this other like, – I don't need Colorado winning the Pac-12 and then stealing a bid from another you know, qualifying team. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's my take. Uh, how about you? It's got to be the SEC because, I mean, well, Tennessee at a five seed makes me so happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> they they are not good. Kentucky at a three seed, a little bit questionable. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to face Vanderbilt their first game because I think Vanderbilt could beat Georgia or LSU, whoever wins that game. <laughs> so I think that's going to be a tough game for Kentucky. But then Texas A&M is the two. They'll have to face either the winner of Arkansas or Auburn. I really wouldn't want to face either of those either. Kind of ugly. Missouri kind of has the best route for their first game because they'll face either Tennessee, Ole Miss, or South Carolina, which can you be a community college coach? Yeah. Can you beat South Carolina? Yeah. Could you beat injured team of Tennessee? Yeah. Then there's Alabama, who has to face either Florida or Mississippi State, which is an easy win. Locks them in as a one seed, and then are they really going to try anymore? Probably not. So you'll have Missouri (laughs) in the champ game, facing off A&M, Auburn, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Kentucky. Just throw any of them in there. But none of these teams are really that good. So it's kind of like the Big Ten, but there isn't anything like chaotic that'll happen. It's just like, yeah, it's just not going to be good basketball. <laughs> you know who I want to win the SEC? And um, Vanderbilt. 
Yeah, I think it'd be hilarious. It'd be so funny if Vanderbilt won the SEC, got an auto bid, and then got to take a 12 seed on steroids and make the Elite Eight or something. Yeah, that would be absolutely hilarious. Um, (laughs) So the conferences that we haven't talked about, though. Yes. Do you want to talk about them real quick? Yeah, why not? Okay, so we got the ACC. Yes. And uh, Big 12. Yep. ACC, which I thought you were going to pick as your favorite, has Miami as the one, Virginia as the two, Clemson as the three, Duke as the four. Yeah. Do you think any of those four are going to win? Going to win the whole thing? Yep. Win the. I. So you said Virginia's the one, Miami is the two. Miami's the one, Virginia's the two, Clemson's the three, Duke's the four. Right. I think it's going to be Virginia, honestly. Really? It's changed a little bit. I know that in our contest, I put down Duke. I'm going to roll with that for the contest. Um, But I don't think that playing Miami is going to be conducive to long-term success um, in that tournament. Um, Playing Miami earlier than you would like to is going to wear you down. I think Duke has what it takes to beat Miami. I think they will beat Miami um, when that happens, but I don't think that's going to set them up for success um, in the championship. I think Virginia is going to take the cake. Virginia has not played good basketball. And you know who their first game is going to be, more likely than not? Hmm. North Carolina. Yeah, speaking of not playing good basketball. North Carolina. They're warmed up, though. They'll face either Louisville or Boston College, which I'm not saying North Carolina is a shoe-in, but they should be honestly Virginia. Honestly, Virginia, it would be classic Virginia to win the ACC tournament, get more over- overvalued than they already are, and then lose first round as a three seed. Does that not sound like a Virginia year for you? Did you pick Virginia the champ game? At the start of the season. That was before the year even started. Yeah, I know. So you like Virginia. <laughs> yes, but they're overvalued. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just laughing at that. Uh, I like Tennessee, too, but they're always overvalued, so I can't pick them. <laughs> I just think that North Carolina will have the momentum, have the drive, because no AP number one going into the season has missed the tournament. And they need the AQ to make the tournament. (laughs) And the ACC is historic for tournament teams not winning the ACC. Just look at last year. Virginia Tech swooped in, stole a bit. That is true. Which they are also not too far off as an 11 seed to steal a bit. NC State and Clemson are not that great. No. No, so they aren't. That that puts them into the quarterfinals. No, semifinals. Virginia Tech could be a bid stealer again. It, imagine if, like, Louisville won the whole ACC tournament. Okay, okay, hypothetically, Louisville wins the ACC tournament. What seed are they in March Madness? 16. <laughs> Because <laughs> they would have, no. I think, I they think would be eight, given eight a thirteen. Wins. They would be given 13? a thirteen, probably because they're a power conference. Fair enough. Which, I feel like they'd, be, they'd be close to a fourteen, though, wouldn't they? They would. They would be very, very close. <laughs> but if you were to put, if you were a blind, like. Blind going into the tournament, like you didn't watch any basketball. Yep. And you hear that a power school is a 14 seat. Mm-hmm. How comfortable would you be with that? It 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 would be questionable. Uh, it'll be questionable. I give you that. Um, and I'll leave it there. <laughs> they would have more quad one wins. <laughs> They would. Then any 14, 15, 16 seed? <laughs> yes, sir. 
Oh, yeah. Gosh. It's just a weird thought to think about um, if Louisville were to do that. <laughs> yeah. So. Then last but not least, the Big 12, the conference last. that we've been saying has been the best conference all season. Last but most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no Mark Adams in the tournament. <laughs> He's uh, suspended indefinitely after racially insensitive comments. A.K.A. Uh, scripture. Yeah, his words were, it was scripture. How old is he? Seriously. I think he's like 65 or something. Oh my gosh. He would be I'm not going to finish that statement. I'll finish it when we're not recording. Uh, yeah, so Texas Tech is the seven seed, right? No, eight seed. No, they're the eight seed, I think. No. Eight seed facing West yeah. Virginia? Yes, because Nine Oklahoma seed State. Facing West Virginia. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Is the seven. Right? Yeah. So right. Oklahoma State has to be the seven. So the eight, nine is West Virginia, Texas Tech. Which, oh my yes. gosh, that's all types of ugly. Um, go Mountaineers, man. It's the easy West Virginia That's going to be a win. good game. You cut off the head, man, at Texas Tech, it's going to be a West Virginia win. But, I mean, you don't think that, what is the dude's name that's taking over? Win Case? Is that the name? Uh, uh, no, that's Ole Miss. No, I'm looking at way Miss. too many replacement coaches right now. Um, <laughs> was it Casey? Is his last name? I think. No. Uh, no, that's that's Texas. That's Texas. Yeah, I know. I don't remember the guy's name at Texas Tech, but I wonder if, uh, as we're recording this right now, if uh, Chris Beard Corey and Mark Williams. Adams are. Yeah, that's right. Corey Williams. I wonder if we're, as we're recording this, if Chris Beard and Mark Adams are having a drink and watching some college basketball. <laughs> uh, that would be hilarious, but I know they aren't <laughs> in the same state because Chris Beard was interviewing in Mississippi. Oh, uh, Mark could be over there too. Chris texted him and said, hey, come flying to Jackson. We'll go out for a drink. <laughs> we could talk about scripture. Uh, reach the bar say so a priest a rabbi (laughs) (laughs) I can mention that that right now oh my gosh we're terrible people (laughs) Uh, Uh, here we are anyway who do you think is winning the big 12 because those will face either Kansas or Texas depending on which matchup you're talking about? Kansas is going to win the Big Twelve. I think Kansas will too, but I feel like Kansas State has the cleanest path. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Kansas. I don't, State. I don't think Texas will. After the Kansas win, uh, I think that they have everything they need to prove themselves as a, as a two seed, and they're not going to try all that hard from here on out. I think that they'll win their first round game, uh, and then they're just going to kind of be there and you know if they lose their next one they're fine yeah I I don't have anything to add whatsoever because that's about as clear as it comes yep Texas is a two seed in March Madness enough said yep so so going back to the games that we were kind of stalling because they hadn't finished but we do have our seven Automatic qualifiers, as you will be listening to this for our yep. viewers. Yep. Uh, Louisiana won the Sun Belt, faced South Alabama, who took out. Uh, who did they take out? They took, they out, took out Marshall. One seed, South, Southern Miss. Southern Miss, no, yeah. They took out Southern Miss, and they took out James Madison. Oh, that's right. Marshall, yeah, Marshall. lost to. Who did Louisiana face yesterday? Was it Texas um, State? I think it was Texas State. Yep, Texas State. That was yeah. a bad loss. Yes. Um, but South Alabama was on cocaine, more or less. That's the way they were playing. Yep. They were absolutely destroying teams that they had no business destroying. 
Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Louisiana, the two seed from the Sun Belt, gets the automatic qualifier. So they'll be, what, a 13, 14 seed, give or take? I would say somewhere in there. Um, Sun Belt's a pretty strong mid major. And the other team to get the automatic qualifier while we record this was Furman yep. from Southland. No, Furm- no, Furman is the Southern Conference. Southern Conference. Yep. SoCo or SoCon, whatever. SoCon. Yep. I was thinking, uh, so could be Southern, could be Southland, but I know Corpus Crispy, Christy is <laughs> Southland. <laughs> ah! Yeah. I can't say Corpus Christi to save my life. Um, Furman got revenge on Chattanooga after Chattanooga's buzzer beater three last year. Yep. Um, In the champ game, too. So Mm -hmm. Furman was really wanting this win. Yeah, for sure. Edge Chattanooga, which I thought was going to be pretty clear because it was a one versus seven. It's going to be Furman's first tournament title since 1980 Mm -hmm. or yeah it is their first tournament title since 1980 so good for them yeah love to see seven automatic qualifiers Mm -hmm. and a preview for the power conference brackets (laughs) and tournaments yep Um, exactly so uh moving forward uh the ap poll was released today um what are your thoughts Um, I wish the committee was doing the AP poll so I would get a <laughs> preview. Honestly, I, I would love that. So Houston, UCLA is two now, which is good for them. But are they a one seed in the tournament is the big question. It's going between them and Purdue, and Purdue has more quad one wins because Pac-12 is terrible. Yep. Um, I cannot wait for UCLA to be in the Big Ten. I. Yeah, I'm just excited. It's going to be kind of nice to have them um, as, as another, you know, top tier competitor in the Big Ten. Yep, them and USC. Yeah, because USC isn't bad. No. Um, but yeah, so they're two, which I like as an AP poll. But yep, should they be a one seed? I'm not sure. Um, Kansas three, Alabama four. Alabama had some not so great losses. Or did they only have one loss? Only one. Yep. Only one to Texas A&M. Yep. Um, fair. Marquette then moved Texas up to after their win against Kansas. Yep. That was a big win, though. Uh, I was not expecting it to be that far of a gap. They needed it, too, uh, to yeah make a statement, like I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier in the episode. And then Arizona's at eight. Same boat as UCLA. Are they really that good? Eh, we'll see. Um, Gonzaga Baylor rounding out the top 10. I enjoy it. UConn should not be 11. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I also kind of feel like I got set in stone. Like once they sank from one, like the top team of the country, undisputed future champs, all the way like losing four straight or something. I think yep. it, once they got to that point, I'm like, yeah, UConn is terrible. Yeah. Um, they only have seven losses. So yep. it's fair that they're 11. Then you get Kansas State, Virginia, Miami, Xavier, St. Mary's, Tennessee, Texas A&M, Indiana, San Diego State for the top 20, rounding out the top 20. I don't like San Diego State at 20. Um, no other like Duke at 21. I get why they're both there. Uh, they're just a bit too high. They kind of annoy me. Again, this is the people. So, I mean. Yep. It's all about that money. Mm-hmm. Um, TCU, Kentucky, Creighton, Missouri rounding out the top ten. Oral Roberts, 12 votes shy of making a AP poll appearance. I like that. Uh, I do, too. Oral Roberts is 28 and 4. They have no losses outside of Quadrant 1. Uh, however, they've only had four chances to play Q1 teams. So can you really punish a team for not having a chance to win? You really can't. 
I mean, they've been winning the games that they should. That's all and you can ask for. I hate to say it, but the committee should really be looking at Oral Roberts as a potential at-large bid if they were to lose in the championship in the Summit League. Oh, yeah, I'll agree with that. I was shaking my head at you. I was shaking my head at you because I thought you were about to say moving them up because they've been saying a 12 seed for bracketology. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, I would prefer them as a 12 seed, maybe even an 11 seed. Yeah, I mean... Seven through ten would be terrible because this is a team that could be Sweet Sixteen, and you're pitting them yep. against the top eight team. Yep, quote unquote. That's kind yeah. of unfair. Um, I know. I think that. Well, their net rank is forty-two. That's their mm-hmm. thing too. So they yep. they should be in. I think regardless of what happens in the Summit League final, but. That's not a money move, so maybe that won't happen if they were to lose. Let's just have them win. Call it good. Yep. Don't have any scares, even though yep. they almost had a scare tonight. Yeah, uh, no kidding. We're just going to slide past that. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that brings us to our top tens. Yeah. Our less chaotic than usual top tens. <laughs> I'll save, the chaos for, I'll, I'll save the chaos for later. I'll go first. Uh, my top 10 starting at 10. I've got Indiana at 10 still. Purdue at 9. Missouri at 8. Baylor 7. Texas 6. UCLA 5. Alabama 4. Houston 3. Kansas 2. And at number 1, Gonzaga Bulldogs. You are officially the biggest Gonzaga fan I know. I'm not even that big of a Gonzaga fan. Mm, that's debatable. Um, for They're reference, you are currently wearing Gonzaga merch. <laughs> <laughs> They're undervalued. What can I say? All it takes is three months for somebody's mind to completely change. All it takes. Say that about yourself and Marquette. Um, I'm still putting them out first round. <laughs> I just like Shaka Smart. I yeah, always right. have. He's from Wisconsin. But also Marquette is from Wisconsin, but I don't like them because, yeah, they're annoying and their fans <laughs> are terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll slide past that. But Shaka Smart, he's from Madison. Yeah. Uh, fe- fellow Madisonian. So I got to appreciate that. So he's coach of the year, should be coach of the year in my opinion, but Marquette's going to lose first round unless the committee takes pity on them for paying them against UNC last year. <laughs> uh, but I hope they don't because I want to see a 15 seed win, which Marquette could be a two seed, especially after winning their Big East tournament after having no competition all the way to the champ game, which the champ game would be a fatigued team that they'll face. Um, Yeah. I don't like your top 10. I'm just going to say it. I Um, can tell. The big 10 for you is very strong, stronger than the SEC. Yeah. uh, No. Alabama no. is I one two, team. I have two help. Big Ten teams and two SEC teams in my top ten. Who is the second SEC? Missouri. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. And they're above both SEC. the Big Ten teams. Ah, dang it. I was going to start having you backtrack. Foiled. The, uh, Foiled. Purdue and Indiana 9-10. Because that is yeah. ugly. That yeah. is very, very ugly. Both of which are uh, in striking distance of my 11 and 12, 13 seat, or rank, which is Kansas State at 11, Xavier 12, Michigan State 13. Hey, another big 10. Mm-hmm. Huh. Funny how that works. Um, yeah, strength of schedule is a high ranking in your formula. So 
your formula makes sense. So mm -hmm. can't knock it too hard. But man, Gonzaga as the champs. It's tempting. Uh, will I bite on that fully for the tournament? Yeah, that's debatable. Do I think they have a chance at the Final Four? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Why? Because of my top ten, which <laughs> now you have to listen to this painfulness. Coming at ten, Florida Atlantic, FAU. So, of Conference USA, that is... Really debatable that they're a top 10 team, but we'll plow through to Pitt at nine, which is also very debatable that they're a top 10 team. Then we get into a more level thought process of Baylor at eight, Kansas State at seven, Oral Roberts at six, UCLA at five, Alabama at four, Gonzaga at three, Kansas at two, Houston at one. Man, the Houston at one gets me every time. Um, you can thank other stats being overvalued. Yep. Um, they're first in the nation in Ken Palm. They are first in the nation extra scoring opportunities. They're first in the nation for a lot of things. So their stats are way overvalued. Yeah. Um, I think they have the most overvalued um, statistic. I think their win value, if you put it into a regression, is well over 100%, which they are nowhere near that. So they're statistically overvalued. So question for you. Uh, in summary, do you buy Houston as a national champ? No. No. They are statistically overvalued. Um, which the most overvalued team in the country historically loses, um, which they are not quite there yet, but I'm sure by elimination standards, well, no, Tennessee is going to be the most overrated team in the country, uh, but Houston is going to be really overrated, which is not a good thing because they're, statistical value is way higher than it should be. And that's not good. That's just not good in any way, shape, or form because that means your number one is boosted because you haven't played anybody. Mm -hmm. um, which Kempom still has them as number one in the country for Kempom. And their yep. strength of schedule is... Quad two. Yeah. Yep. I just don't buy it because, yeah, they are a good team. They are, once they're in the big 12, I'll enjoy them because they are a team that I like to see. They play good defense and their offense is good enough and they have solid clutch. I just can't get over the hump of overvalued. So, for that reason, I think Kansas is going to be a clear-cut favorite. I think it's going to be Kansas-UCLA. Might yeah. be Kansas-Kansas State, <laughs> <laughs> which would be hilarious. But It would be hilarious. I don't think that will happen either, so we'll see. I think you said it really well there. Um, Houston has honestly oh – yeah, I've said it a lot. They've kind of switched places with Gonzaga this year. Um, Houston's one with all the wins and not a whole lot of competition. Um, we saw it, they just really struggled against Memphis in their last game of the regular season. They won on a buzzer beat or two. Um, Memphis is not that good. They're a bubble team, but if you're the number one team in the nation, you're going to get all this number one hype. You got to win by more than two points if you're Houston. So yep. it's a tough spot to be in. Um, I don't, I won't have them in my uh, championship game, probably not my final four, unless they get a really easy region. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they end up on Selection Sunday, which is only six days away now. It's coming up fast. Yeah. We are so excited. Oh, yeah. I oh, I can't wait, dude. 
So next week's episode for you guys is going to be top tier. We are going to go crazy for it. Yes. Yes. Because uh, we will be together for that. We won't be yeah. doing this over the interweb. Yeah. On the line, <laughs> as some old people would say. Um <laughs> you're just going off on a tangent right now. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, yep. But all the conference tournaments will be done in yes. six days. Yes. Which will be sad closest... because this is absolute chaos going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To close this down, I wanted to go through our conference tournaments and, you know, who are we picking in each conference? Because, yeah, this is peak madness before the real madness starts this week. Uh, this is champ week for you. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you just have tons of college basketball games. They're all elimination games um, for these mid-major schools, for these power schools. Some of them are elimination games. It's going to be a lot of fun. That You can say that again. It yep. will for sure be a lot of fun, just like our contest yep. has been. Yeah. Uh, I'm hanging in there. I'm only down five. Um, I should mention, too, Brandon did capture the regular season title for our five-game pick'em contest. Um with a final score of 60 to 55. Um, however, our pick'em isn't officially over yet. Um, we're doing a conference champion slate too. So all the 32 conferences, you get one point for every uh, team you get correct. And then we have a few uh, bonuses bonuses in there too. So I'm still down five, but uh, I have a chance to make it up. Yes, you do. But those... Opportunities are quickly fading yes, sir. as we continue to go. But let's start off right at the top of the list. Atlantic 10. Um, I do have Fordham winning. I've been saying it this entire time. Fordham, Fordham, Fordham. You are insufferable. VCU. The am of the Ford. <laughs> That's why... <you> <laughs> I did not hear a word you just said. Nope. Can you hear uh, me now? Yes, I can now. Okay. You like Fordham because you like Ford cars. <laughs> uh, yes and no. Um, I like them because it's going to be my justification next year for saying Kyle Neptune is going to be a top-tier coach. Because that team is basically what he built. Yep. That's the main reason I like them. Uh, the second reason is, yeah, <laughs> because I'm a Ford guy. I like my Ford. Uh, the ham of the Ford. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. That's the other reason I like them. So <laughs> the reason I'm cheering for them. But the main yep. reason is Kyle. <sighs> I'm a huge fan of Neptune. Moving on to the ACC. Uh, in the ACC, I'm taking the Blue Devils. I'm taking Duke uh, to continue. Uh, they were 16 to 0 this year. Uh, Coach K couldn't even do that in his first year at Duke at home, I should say. Not overall. I know you gave me a weird look there. They were 16 to 0 at home at Cameron Indoor. Um, that's really impressive. I know they had some you know tough road losses, but I think the Duke still has what it takes to win the ACC crown. Yeah. Uh, just because you chose Duke, I chose UNC just for fun. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, not mentioning that you skipped over A-Sun where I got that one right. So well, I we talked about that there. last week. Um, we talked about that last week. But I'm just saying I got a point from that one. So. Okay. <laughs> uh but yeah, UNC all the way, just because you chose Duke. A uh, little bit of a rivalry for that one, kind of like yep. we've been all year. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, moving on to the American Conference. Houston is clear-cut for both of us. Yep, you skipped the America East. Yeah, I did. I the America East. Uh, I picked UMass Lowell to win that conference. Uh, 
just because? Uh, I chose Vermont just because. Fair enough. And that leads us to the Big Ten. Yes, it does. I took Michigan State, um, and my largest justification for that, um, they've been surging in my formula recently. They're up to 13. That's really good. And then on top of that, they have Tom Izzo, uh, who is excellent uh, in March and adds a lot of value to this team in the postseason. They've actually been falling in my formula. And so I chose Nebraska just because I truly think it's going to happen. And, yeah, based on locks and stuff, they are the highest non-locked team in the Big Ten in my formula. Checks out. So, and they aren't going to face a higher team until the champ game in my formula. And I think they're going to play for a little bit more. I'm going with it. I'm sending it hard. We heard all about that earlier today. Yeah, I I enjoyed that little rant. Yeah, I can can tell. I I was that crazy dude pulling the red string, like trying to connect the web. Yeah, Um, right. Haven't slept in 38 hours. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, Yeah. It's really not that hard to connect that web, but. Yeah. So. Yeah. Big 12, um, I mentioned it a bit earlier. I'm taking Kansas in the Big 12. I'm picking Kansas. Yep. And then uh, another ho-hum uh, in the Big East. I do have Marquette as the champion. Um, a lot of what you said earlier rings true to me. Uh, Marquette. I also have Marquette. And then Big Sky. Uh, I picked Eastern Washington. They lost already, so I don't need to hear any more about this. Montana Moving State. On. They're still oh, alive, yeah. so yeah, and they're clear-cut favorites too. Yep. And then we mentioned the Big South already. UNC Asheville. Uh, we both picked. They did, in fact, win. Uh, Big West. I've got UC Irvine going all the way. I got UC Santa Barbara. We've been high on them all year, and I just hope that they do it because I've been hyping them up way too much this year. So if they don't Fair make enough. it, it's going to be painful. <laughs> Fair enough. And then Conference USA, um, I do have FAU, uh, the favorite in that conference, taking care of business. Since I have the lead, uh, five-point lead, I was like, yeah, might as well choose the team that I want to win. So <laughs> North Texas it is. <laughs> Under, I mean, I do like that pick, honestly. I just uh, – I need points. I'm trying to catch you. So – Colonial, we mentioned last week, um, it was Hostra. They lost tonight. We're both not happy about that. Horizon League. Um, I'm taking Milwaukee to win the Horizon League. I'm taking Northern Kentucky. And did they win earlier? I didn't check the final for that game. I'm sure they did. They I, were I think Youngstown came back and made oh, really? it a five-point game. Nice. Um. Yep, they won by 12, so the lead went back up. Yep. So, yeah, they're still alive. They're in the champ game. That checks out. Kentucky. Yeah. And then the Ivy League, where only half the conference gets to be in the tournament, which is stupid. Um, I'm taking Penn, anyways, to win the Ivy League. I'm choosing Yale. (laughs) Yale's going to drop the ball like he just dropped right there. I did not drop a ball. So that was a lot harder than a ball. Um, that was a fault. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. No balls have been dropped. We're well, that's that good. Clear. That's good. You're 22. <laughs> uh, they were already dropped. So the <laughs> Mac. The uh, Mac. Kent State, baby. Mid American. Uh, Toledo. The longest active win streak in Division One. Fair enough. And then the MAAC um, out east. I got Ryder as the winner there. The mock. Um, I have Iona. Clear-cut favorites. Yep. Nothing telling sure. me otherwise. I'm shocked you didn't pick Sienna, though. I, they've just been struggling. I can't do it. 
Fair enough. MEAC, um, I've got repeat defenders, Norfolk State, um, getting back to the tournament. I have apparently the wildly unpopular by Vegas, Maryland Eastern Shore. Yep. And then the Missouri Valley, um, we went over that last week. Um, I got a point there because Drake won, and Brandon didn't get a point because Belmont got upset early. Uh, but moving on from that, Mountain West, um, I have SDSU, San Diego State, as the winner there. I have Utah State. I like their position. I like their value. I like Ryan Odom. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to win. And then in the Northeast, uh, we both have the ineligible Merrimack as the conference champion. Uh, yep. We're going to skip over the Ohio Valley. That was last week. Um, and I both sucked at it. But the Pac 12, uh, I have the UCLA Bruins as the champs there. I have the Trojans sending the horse in and stealing a bid. <laughs> and then the Patriot League, we both have that toothpaste company, Colgate, as the winner there. Yep. I mean, uh, they're at home. Their yep. game is tomorrow, right? Yep. <laughs> Should be a clear winner there. Yeah. SEC, I got Texas A&M going all the way. I got Missouri going all the way. They're, uh, what, eighth in your formula? Yeah, I like Missouri as a sneaky pick, uh, I got to say, but I think it's A&M. <laughs> the lovely swack. The lovely swack. Uh, we both picked Alcorn State. What do you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a dumpster fire of a tournament. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then the SoCon finished up tonight. Uh, we both correctly picked Furman. And then the Southland. Uh, we both are picking Texas A&M Corpus Crispy to win that conference. Yes, we are. <laughs> Who are they, the Islanders? Yep, the, the Islanders. Islanders. Yep. All the way. Yep. Summit League. <laughs> we both got Oral Roberts going all the way. Yes, we do. Um, and you're wearing the Oral Roberts merch. Very much a scare earlier today by St. Thomas, which one of us previously attended and one of us currently attends. So, Yep. Um, yeah, Oral Roberts. And then uh, closing us down in the WAC, uh, we both have Utah Valley as the winner there. And the West Coast Conference, we both have Gonzaga as the winner there. Yeah. So you need UCLA, Texas A&M, San Diego State, Norfolk State, Ryder, Kent State, Penn. If most of those win, you're looking good. But the problem yep. is you need most of those to win. Oh, yeah, definitely. And my pick not to win. Yeah. If you don't get it. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping for the best. It's coming down to the wire. Yes, sir. Any lost last thoughts or predictions? Um, I don't think I've lost any thoughts. Um, Good. I have. <laughs> um, are you just a lost boy? Yep, exactly. Uh, lost a little something, something. Um, yeah, check us out. We're going to have some fun this week. Yes, we um, are. Selection Sunday. We're going to have some fun this weekend. We're going yep. to have some real fun this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. The second time we've seen each other since March 2020. Mm hmm. Indeed. Yeah, so it's going to be excited. a good one. Yes, sir. This will be the first time that I am spending time at St. Thomas, other than just driving by it. Mm -hmm. So I might walk around, be like, yeah. oh, memories. Oh. Yeah. Don't regret leaving it for a sec, but it's going to be good to reminisce. Oh, what am I going to do with you? Um, you are going to be a lovely host to me. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to have some fun with this. We're excited for yep. Selection Sunday. Yep. We'll, we'll randomly do a bracket like seconds after the selection show ends. 
Oh yeah, definitely. With no preparation whatsoever. We'll just be how stupid can we be? Yep. <laughs> or how intelligent. Yeah. Um, right. I think we'll get this. I think we're going to get a solid March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number number one on the charts. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's all I have. We love yep. you guys. Or at yep. least I love you guys. We love I you guys. Be heartless still. Well, yeah, you forgot. I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We really appreciate it. We love what we do. Uh, Share us with a friend. Share us with a family. Um, And that's really all I got. So, Selection Sunday is coming up real fast. Um, You know, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you guys about college basketball. Uh, Brackets can be overwhelming. Uh, We don't see them as that overwhelming. uh, And we are both definitely. Happy to help you guys talk through it. Uh, this is what we love to do. So I'll leave it there. We are the Saucy Staff Bros Podcast. We appreciate your time. And we will see you all on our next episode. Until then, peace out. Peace out.